Welcome to the Wiggle Me Camp Podcast with Faith. This is where I let you into my thoughts and tips for being a better version of yourself. Enjoy the rest of the show. So Hannah ate, then she pulled herself together, slipped away quietly, and entered the sanctuary. The priest Eli was on duty at the entrance of God's temple in the customary seat. Crushed in soul, Hannah prayed to God and cried and cried inconsolably. Then she made a vow. O God of the angel armies, if you take a good hard look at my pain, if you quit neglecting me and go into action for me by giving me a son, I'll give him completely unreservedly to you. I'll set him apart for a life of holy discipline. It so happened that as she continued in prayer before God, Eli was watching her closely. Hannah was praying in her heart silently. Her lips moved, but no sound was heard. Eli jumped to the conclusion that she was drunk. He approached her and said, You're drunk. How long do you plan to keep this up? Sober up, woman. Hannah said, Oh no, sir, please. I'm a woman hard used. I haven't been drinking, not a drop of wine or beer. The only thing I've been pouring out is my heart, pouring it out to God. Don't for a minute think that I'm a bad woman. It's because I'm so desperately unhappy and in such pain that I've stayed here for so long. Eli answered her, Go in peace, and may the God of Israel give you what you've asked of him. Hey guys, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling good. Uh, I can't complain. Uh, It's about 7 in the morning, and I haven't been able to sleep all night, so I'm here recording an episode for you guys. Yeah, so I said I was going to give some feedback on my fruit fast. It went well. I did the whole three days. It was hard. Lord, it was hard. I can't even say, like, I do like food. I do like food. That's the thing. And then doing that whole three days was hard. I did cheat for the fourth day just so I could, like, get used to it. And then it was even harder on the fourth day. But now I'm just, like, chilling. I'm relaxed. I've moved from uh, just fruit to things like mixed veggies uh, just to see where it goes. On today's episode, hmm, we're going to be talking about judging others. And uh, we're going to be giving some context to uh, the story that was read earlier in the episode. Uh, today we're going to be talking about the story of Hannah, which is very popular for people who are Christians. And if you're not Christian, I just, well, that's the story that was read earlier. It's about two characters, Hannah, a woman who was barren, uh, and uh, Eli, who was a priest. And one of the things that... Uh, What's peculiar about this story is that at the time in Israel, the norm was to pray audibly. And so if you weren't praying audibly, then there was something wrong. Now prayer has evolved. You could pray in your hearts. You don't have to go out just praying on the streets and all of that. But then in the story that we read today, there's a lady by the name Hannah who was on a temple praying silently, hereby making the priest Eli think that she was drunk this drives home a thought we simply is that sometimes we see people lead their lives differently or even do things in church that are different and we mentally judge them 
this generation has evolved from uh, being vocal about our concerns and what people are doing because we've all been co-opted into the mind your business ministries. So we're mentally judging people. We're not vocally saying anything to them. I want you to know what judging people might look like just because I've been that person who has been the judgmental person in quote. And sometimes if you're wondering, like, am I a judgy person? Am I just stating facts? Judging people can be seen when you find yourself just define your end of the argument as the truth. So if there's ever an argument and you always stand as your standpoint is always the true standpoint and every other person is false, you may want to take a look. Or if you regularly just have a negative outlook on situations and things, another thing you should be on the lookout for is, is your judgment of others elevating yourself. If you're always the good guy or you're always the one doing the right thing, <laughs> you might want to check it out. As people, I understand that we naturally are not drawn to things that we cannot relate to. If it's not a difference in how we will possibly pray, it's about how we believe the economic system should be run or our political views. We just usually do not go with things that we don't fully understand. And using myself as an example, as an individual, I grew up like in an interdenominational church. And to be quite frank, I'm not sure if right now I fully understand the gyrating rolling on the floor that I see in Pentecostalism simply because that's not my expression of worship to God. And I didn't grow up in that, in that, uh, with that kind of worship, with that mode of worship. Typically, if you did come to church and you found me, you find me either standing or sitting during worship. And no jokes. It's very funny. But if the worship is going on. And I take a seat. For me the worship just hit harder. It just. it just, I'm just concentrating. And then for other people. it's They're either kneeling down. Or they're rolling on the floor. And things like that. It's not, it's not that those expressions are wrong. It's just that the first time I saw it. I just kept wondering like. What the hell. What, what, what's going on here. <laughs> but then. Uh. It, there's nothing wrong with that, basically. I remember the first time where I stepped into a church and then I saw someone respond to a pastor while he was preaching. Like, you know how people responded like, oh, yes, pastor, and all of that. Things like that just throw me back. And for the whole service, I feel like I was just distracted. I kept wondering, like, why would someone be distracting the church? And it just looked like I was the only person that was even distracted, to be honest. But then the lesson today is that if you're not going to act like the prophet Eli who has the confidence to ask Hannah what's going on, then maybe you need to be respectful on the inside and out of how people express themselves and how to show love, especially if you don't know their story. I bet that Hannah's forehead didn't say she was tired of being humiliated and that she wanted a child. And people on the streets also don't keep such information on their heads. Also, if you're Hannah in this story, please don't beat yourself up for not reacting the way everyone expects you to. I'm not saying that you should go vandalize stuff, break everyone's heart because you're in a bad place. All I'm saying right now is by all means, do the necessary for your sanity. And do not, I repeat, do not expect everyone to understand because you might just be interpreted. We see a story of someone here who was misinterpreted and it still applies to us even as we live our lives. I believe in life there are moments when we are Hannah and there are other times when we're Eli. And I don't know right now whose character relates with you, but regardless, I hope you become less judgmental and more expressive of yourself. 
If there's one thing that I know, this world, they go do all right. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with your friends and rate. In the meantime, drink your water, take it easy on yourself because you're Omekan. See you next Monday.